Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. The Flames have signed Dan Vladar to a two-year extension, and we're going to talk all about the test that he is currently given and what this extension means for the future of the Flames goal-tending pipeline. All that on today's episode of Locked On Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Locked On Flames, or welcome to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmasso, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. And thank you for joining me in a great contract extension and we're going to break down the deals of the or sorry (laughs) we're going to break down the details of the deal today and I am so excited uh, to do this with you today but make sure that you are subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you listen to our podcast and of course on YouTube as well to jump in on the conversation over there but let's get into it The news broke earlier this afternoon about the extension happening. The Flames pretty much jumped on the release like 30 seconds after the um, insider tweeted about it. So I kind of figured no one was letting this get out or um, it didn't have time to get out. Like it was pretty much a, a solid deal before, you know, there like there weren't negotiations basically is what I'm trying to say. But I think it is a fantastic deal. Two years at $2.2 million, uh, average annual value starting next year. So this is a great deal because, number one, I think the salary increase, so his raise, <laughs> from $800,000 to $2.2 million is it's a significant jump, but it is a great deal for backup for a backup goaltender, especially one of Ladar's caliber. And, you know, I think that it shows that the organization trusts him. And today, before they were doing uh, media availability, <laughs> uh, Sutter gave Ladar a fist bump in the hallway. So, you know, it's just, it's a great sign. It is a great thing to do to just start the season with. And it's one less thing for Vladar to have to worry about. And also when you look at, you know, quality goaltenders, uh, you know, I feel like they're making like four five million dollars, like a base, like at least that much to start. And um, for a backup goalie to be making 2.2, I think that that's a very fair deal. I think that that is right where he should be um, based on one start we've seen from him so far this season, but also where we'll see him go the rest of the season. And uh, coming up next, we are going to talk about uh, the test that I think Daryl Sutter is giving him, but let's, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> um, I like how they're locking him up ahead of the off season. I think it's a smart move. Uh, not only so he, You don't have to worry about him testing free agency, but from a business standpoint, it's smart because you're signing him before the cap goes up. And, you know, I think that's always kind of like a a good deal there. And 
I believe it was Ryan Pinder who tweeted that uh, this was really the only contract that uh, Tree Living had to worry about this summer. And that's like off his plate plate now. So that's great, right? But um, Ryan uh, Dittrich tweeted that Dan, uh, Dan Vladar, a quote from Dan Vladar, it's a dream come true. There wasn't much thinking. <laughs> My agent called me and said that we we got this offer. It didn't take me long. It was about 12 seconds. Actually, I think it was about three seconds. I love this city. I love the fans. I love the organization. I think we've got something special going on here. This is probably the best thing that could happen to me. Obviously, I'm super happy here, so I want to stay here as long as I could. <sighs> That's so sweet. Like, I love when players, especially a player that... um. I don't want to say was given up on by an organization because the Bruins would have loved to have kept him, but there just wasn't any uh, room for him in the organization anymore. So, you know, it was smart for him to, you know, for them to move on from him, but even smarter for the Flames to uh, inquire about a trade. And, um, you know, I really like what, what he said there, you know, he, he loves the city. He loves the organization, loves the fans. And of course that could all just be, you know, mouth service or lip service. But I do think that there really is something special about uh, Calgary and what's going on there. But uh, again, I think that this could just be the start of something so special here in Calgary and we never know. You you truly never know when that something special is going to fully blossom. And I think this is the start of something new. Just to quote high school musical there. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna see some really great hockey played this season, and we're gonna see some fantastic, fantastic goaltending for the next two seasons. And coming up next, we're going to talk about the the conversations that I've seen about trading Vladar because his stock is high and why that's a smart idea, but also the test he's being given by the organization and, and more. But first let's talk about our friends at online. Y'all know that bet online is your number one continued source for your online game day sports betting, especially through the NFL season. It is Thursday night, so you know there is some Thursday night football action going on. And, of course, the league is torturing us with Cardinals and Saints. You know, it's not as bad as, what was it, Jets and um, <laughs> uh, well, Jets and Bears last week, I think it was. But find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games, including every MLB playoff game, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head on over to the website today and check out Bet Online. Bet Online, where the game starts. I am so happy to 
be here with y'all another day of the week. You know, we're here for you Monday through Friday. I got you. And uh, if you haven't already, make sure that you follow me on Twitter at JessBelmosto. Uh, I'm certainly more active there than I am on the uh, show's Twitter feed. I, I actually saw, I've seen this conversation going on for a little while, but then I also saw a tweet today that was talking about why the Flames should trade Dan Vladar. And mind you, these are always coming from accounts with like 30 followers that have like a stock photo of, um, as their profile picture, but you know, you do, they do get engagement. So I have to talk about it. And, uh, like why, why they should trade Vladar and all that stuff. But also why would you want to trade him? You know, I don't think that it makes sense. It would have made sense to do that because, uh, number one, I don't think Dustin Wolf is ready to make that jump to the NHL. Uh, I think that he is fant- obviously a fantastic goaltender, but I, I don't think we need to rush him and then also rush everyone else in the goaltender pipeline. You know what I mean? When you move one, you're moving everyone. And it doesn't make sense for the Flames to do that from, from an organizational standpoint and points in the develop and players' development. But, you know, with, with the next two years, you know, locked up, you could have Vladar uh, training and blossoming into a starting goaltender. I think that there are plenty of teams that will come knocking on Vladar's, um, you know, door when he's a UFA come 2025 when that deal is up. That is horrific to think about that that is that close. Wow. Okay. (laughs) But no, you know what I mean? Like, I think that if he keeps trending in that right direction, you will absolutely see him become a starter for a team. And I don't know if that's the, the path that was going to happen in Boston. I don't think it is, uh, especially with Jeremy Swayman and Kyle, Kai- Kyle Kaiser there. But, you know, with Dustin Wolf probably being ready in two years, I would safely assume Vladar will transition into a starting role somewhere. So, you know, you have to look at it like that as well. And he's really off to a great start. And I don't think his numbers against <laughs> the Oilers in that one start really do him justice. I think that, uh, you know, obviously getting a start against a competitive team and staying locked in for the full 60 minutes did help. I think he had like an eight, nine, seven save percentage against the Oilers. And <laughs> that's not bad considering he did have 27 saves and he was fighting, fighting for his life down to the final minute final second of that game and he stood tall the confidence didn't waver and I like what we're seeing there and I I really thought that we were going to see him get the start tonight against Buffalo and I mentioned that in yesterday's episode if you listened and I think all of us kind of agreed that he would be starting in Buffalo that was the general consensus on Twitter as well and then I was actually, I actually had an episode today planned uh, to talk about our goaltending, and I wanted to talk about the test that uh, Vladar is seemingly getting. 
And, you know, he'd, he had the first, his first start of the season was against the team that eliminated the Flames in the postseason. And he stood strong. And, you know, that is, that is a very big test test and a tall task to, you know, stand up to and the expectations to live up to as well. So, you know, for him to knock it out of the park like that, I think is great. And then of course, you know, if he's not getting the start today, he's got to be getting the start against Carolina. And Carolina was one of the two teams that gave him absolute heck last year. And he was one of the teams that um, really, I think, Carolina was one of the two teams that, uh, you know, it was the game, it was one of the two games that really, really, really cost the trust between uh, Vladar and Sutter, or Sutter with Vladar and the goaltending. But, you know, I think it's great to see him getting this start against, again, we're assuming, we're just fully assuming here, based off of Sutter's, you know, he's starting one game a week comment but last season he had an 838 <laughs> against Carolina that game I I think I shut that game off early based on how um not great it was going and I'm pretty sure that's the game they ended up having like eight goals scored on them so it was just not a pretty game and then his other rough start was against Tampa which was pretty much back to back um, and with an eight, seven, nine. So, um, <laughs> you know, looking at those numbers, you're probably thinking, well, why would they want to extend him? Because that those games happened in very early on against two incredibly good teams. It was his first season in the NHL. And, you know, I think that, um, he has come a very long way since, in almost a year, in those 10 months. So, you know, I think that, again, this was a very smart contract extension for the Flames, for Vladar, and um, I'm looking forward to his future. Even if, you know, after these two years are up, we see um, him go play for another team, I, I will still be rooting for him. I think he's a great backup and just a great guy overall, and you know, what more could you ask for? For some solid goaltending, right? And coming up next, we are going to preview the Flames versus Sabres game, which is happening in a little over two hours from when I'm recording. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. Let's talk all about the things that you need to know heading into tonight's matchup. The Flames point leader is, of course, Nazem Kadri with four, and Elias Lindholm and Tyler Toffoli lead the team in scoring with two goals apiece. Rasmus Dahlin has four points for the Sabres, and he leads the team in scoring with three goals. And, of course, the Flames power play is fifth in the league and the penalty kill is tied 12th at 83.3%. And oh y'all, this is so sad. I didn't really like 
thoroughly go over these notes beforehand. So you're kind of getting like <laughs> a firsthand reaction. Um, the flame, the, sorry, the Sabres power play is ranked 28th in the league at an 8.3%. 8.3. And then their penalty kill is ranked 11th. So right behind or right above the flames uh, with an 84.6%. That is really bad. So if we can force the team, like I'm not worried if the flames end up taking penalties tonight. Is that bad? Anyways, I I just, I don't think that that's that big of a deal. Um, Um, you know, the, the Sabres are one of those teams that you want to get better. And I, I'm not quite sure that they're ever going to be a solid, like a truly competitive NHL team ever again. I just, I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but in good news, in good news, Milan Lucic is skating in his 1100th game tonight. He has played for four different teams over the course of his career with uh, Boston, LA, Edmonton, and Calgary. I didn't realize that he was only in Edmonton or sorry, LA for 81 games. I thought that he was there longer. But that is um, certainly interesting. He has a, uh, sorry, 566 career points. And, of course, he won the 2011 Stanley Cup as well. And he is the 211th player in NHL history to reach this many games. And the Flames uh, have Jonathan Huberto to be their their player to watch tonight as well. Jonathan Huberto. The magic that Huberto brings was on full display against the Golden Knights. The winger dazzled the crowd with with his playmaking, a threat each time the puck was on his stick which resulted in a two-point night during Tuesday's win over Vegas. Huberto now has 3 points in 3 games, all assists and is 2 goals away from 200. In his career. That is rather impressive. Um, You know, I talked about it the other day about how I don't think we need to panic about him not scoring yet. Because like this article says, he brings a lot more to the team than just his, just a goal and, or just scoring. So, you know, three, three assists in three nights isn't bad. So, you know, again, just Take it for what it is and roll with it. I am very, very uh, just impressed with how this team is starting their season. And I'm I'm going to say that it is a – I don't want to say the S word because I don't want to jinx them. But I do think the Flames will score at least four goals this evening. Buffalo, I don't think they'll score any maybe they'll score one yeah let's say like four to one or four nothing but anyways thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of locked on flames as always i am jess belmosto and you can follow me on twitter it's on the screen if you're watching on youtube at jess belmosto and make sure you tune in tomorrow for uh, a game recap 
weekend preview and of course our winners and losers of the week you can find the show wherever you get your podcasts and of course on youtube as well so i will see you later Bye bye